Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Roger Nen, the CEO of podcast production agency Jar Audio. Now, this week we're chatting business to business podcasting. Thanks for downloading. A podcast can really help a business build trust and authority, connect better with their clients and customers. But what if you're in the business-to-business world where things kind of move a little slower and more multi-format content is needed to kind of make a sale? This week, I'm chatting with Roger Nairn, the CEO of podcast production agency at Jar Audio. Now, they've worked with the likes of Netflix and Expedia, Walmart, Nordstrom, Lamborghini... That sounds cool, doesn't it? Uh, Roger offers up a huge amount of insight on kind of podcasting for B2B brands, including advice on strategy and planning. Now, you can find Roger on LinkedIn, also at Jar Audio on their website, which is jaraudio.com. There's links in the show notes. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a shout on social media. Also, subscribe via your favourite podcast app. You can find uh, more episodes at JTID co.uk forward slash podcasts. Now, the first thing I asked Roger was if he thought podcasts could be used effectively within the B2B world. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when it comes to, uh, you know, exchanging knowledge about, you know, either the product or service, or in some cases, we've we've had a lot of success working with different um, organizations hmm. that are that are servicing a specific industry. You know, one comes to mind is the is the port of Vancouver. Uh, it's the right. It's the uh, second largest port in on the west coast of, of North America, uh, right behind Los Angeles. I think sometimes they switch back and forth on who's yeah. the uh, the larger port, but. You know, in their case, they have a, a, a tiny audience of about 28 companies that operate within the port. And so right. they wanted to create a podcast that helped that audience understand sort of how all the pieces of the port fit together. Um, yeah. So you can imagine the logistics challenges that a port goes through. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it really depends on the brand, but it's a, it's a fantastic way of, of uh, educating them on a, a specific topic. That's fascinating, isn't it? Because you would think a port, uh, whilst it's not a boring thing, it, it it's not particularly that interesting. I mean, ships come in, they unload, and, and that's about it. But, to, I mean, what does this podcast do? Does it actually go right into the de- depths of the logistics and how the whole thing comes together? Uh, yeah, so imagine, you know, imagine for the podcast listeners out there, sort of a, a This American Life, but for the port. It, yeah. it gets into the... Into, into everything from ecology to you know the community around the port and how that and how they're impacted and how they're working together with the, with the community all the way down to the individual parts of the port including the the cruise ship industry and the and the rail lines i mean one of the very first episodes was all about how a snowstorm across canada can impact how, how a snowstorm across canada can impact the entire logistics uh, a system all the way to the port, and, yeah. and so just the little ripple effect, uh, you know, impacts the, uh, the the bigger system. So it's a it's a fascinating deep dive into uh, the ins and outs of the of, of the port. Yeah, how do you guys kind of come up with the ideas for this type of a podcast? Because I can imagine if we sit down and we think about it realistically, um, there's going to come a point where you know there may be a, a limit. To, to what we talk about on this podcast, so you know we've talked about everything now. How do you how do you find the new stuff? How do you how do you yeah. find that? Yeah. So I think the most important thing to recognize is that these these podcasts can't be an ad 
um, you know, sure. for sure you're going to mention the brand. For sure you're going to mention the products or services or, or who you know whatever it is that you're that you're dealing with. But it's important to recognize that it can't be an ad. Instead, you have to flip it and be really crystal clear on who your audience is. So we start out with a with a, a, a quite a deep dive strategy conversation with our clients about who exactly are we looking to either attract or continue to engage with, you know, from a, from an audience standpoint. And then we do the research and, and we ask ourselves, what is it that they need as far as a value exchange between mm. yourself or between them and, and yourself? And once we're really clear on what they need, we then, you know, devise the, the concept around what the podcast is. And we'll go deep on every conceivable topic that we could potentially talk about on the show so that we have a really good feeling for how long the runway is on on production and we'll typically choose a show that has quite a long runway uh, you know we don't want to get into the um you know we don't want to get into the uh, the season and then realize we've yeah. run out of things to talk about so we we do a lot of pre-planning with our clients and 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 feel confident that there's going to be enough content out there but then at the same time you know podcasting so, is so great because you know if, you, if you've done your job right you have an engaged audience out there and so ask them what do you want to learn about what yeah. content do you want us to produce for you because it is for them yeah. and you'll get some great response and then produce uh, produce a show around that is it a private podcast or can can kind of like port geeks listen to it as well so there's a geek for everything isn't there yeah no it, it's not a private podcast it's available it's called breaking bottlenecks uh it's a right. fantastic produced uh, show it's available on all the the podcast platforms um now we we do do uh internal podcasts um, and there is the technology to to make it private just sure. for a specific audience that you want to just send a link to um, if it's something proprietary, you don't want the, the public to necessarily uh, have access to. We've also done podcasts that are just geared towards the staff or within the organization. So mm -hmm. an internal show that is uh, just geared towards either educating or, or uh, uh, you know, engaging with getting the internal staff excited about something going on within the organization or, or perhaps they're doing a brand rollout. We did that with Lululemon, for example. Yeah. And so there's, there, there's a number of ways of, of making it as targeted and niche as possible but at the same time if you want to make it available to the to the general public it's it's also available yeah well, where do you see podcast content kind of fitting into sales processes if, you, if you've got like a maybe a really long sales process you're selling a i don't know a million dollar widget something <laughs> like that and it takes i don't know on average 10 months to sell this big widget because of lots of things have to happen do you yeah, see podcasting sure. being able to fit into that kind of sales process. Yeah, I mean, you can you can create a serialized show, um, or you can create you know sort of a, a, a what I would call sort of like a, a library shelf full of uh, information or or little mini stories on certain pieces of of your your product or brand or organization. And so, in the sales process, if a client wants to learn about X, we've got an episode for that. And yeah. you, can, you know, sales team can pass that episode along if they want to learn. If they want to listen more, that's great. But also, it's kind of like walking to a library and picking the books you only want to read off the shelf versus taking the entire anthology. Um, you know, there are purposes for series like Serial or or, or some of the other uh, you know popular podcasts mm. that you're familiar with. But you can also make it very specific to the challenge or need of 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 the of the of the moment. Yeah. Um, at the same time, you know, the the show can be produced so that. It's available to raise awareness, um, to get people into the funnel, um, or you know, closer down to the 
sort of the uh, the objection objection handling, closing, and, and nurturing side of things lower down in the funnel. Um, yeah. So it's really it's really about sort of what's the need of the of the audience and how you how can you craft content to deliver it because this is it's content marketing at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you find find folks? kind of like referring to old episodes because the one thing which really irritates me about podcasting and I suppose all types of content marketing as well is that we create something we throw it out there and then we forget <laughs> yeah. about it and it's oh, like man. and like yeah. episode one from three years ago is still really good you know that's fantastic I mean as long as and and so okay so for a couple 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 things I notice the same thing mm. um you know and, and, I, and I've even noticed it with our with some of our clients where you know, they're always they're always so focused on the next episode and the next yeah. episode and the next episode. Um, but don't forget about those previous episodes. So you can go back and continue to market. And we, you know, we market the episodes for them. So so we're doing the thinking for them, but they also just sort of forget that those those exist. Yeah. But a lot of times clients will say, well, some of that information might be out of date or some of the information might be a bit stale. Well, we're not talking about live radio here. It's it's an sure. audio file, so you can go back and and edit it. Go back yeah. and edit it, or even create donuts in the audio file and dynamically insert audio in into it to refresh it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, um, the technology has gone leaps and bounds just over the past three, four, five years. Uh, so you can inject new content to keep it as as fresh as possible. The other thing too is, you know, we always say that, um, you know sharing something older or sharing something that perhaps might be a bit stale is okay, but also just set the context for the listener, you know, do a little quick intro that says we recorded this, you know, three years ago, we think the content is still fresh and great. There might be a few, you know, might be a few references that Mm -hmm. are a bit out of date. The listener totally understands. um, And, and, uh, and, and as long as it's not really coming out of left field. Yeah, because I, I think it's really important not to forget what you've what you've previously done. I mean, I, I still ir- irritate my audience by throwing up old episodes from like two or three years ago, and it's like, oh, not again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and you know, and I've listened to old episodes numerous times if they're of value. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so how do we how do we kind of like decide on the style of podcast that we need? Because I suppose different situations merit different different styles. But should we be storytelling or should we be more product oriented or or a little bit of both? Well, just like any good marketer, my answer is always it it depends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, if you're looking to uh, you know, raise awareness and, and you're trying to get people into the funnel, maybe something a little bit more story led is, is going to entice them and sort of have them fall in love with, uh, with the brand. Or if you're looking to really kind of tease out a certain topic, perhaps have some opposing views, maybe you want to do kind of like a panel style episode where you mm. have multiple voices, you know, have a, have a host who's managing the conversation, but you have potentially some opposing voices or, if you want to, uh, you, you know, include multiple sort of angles to the conversation to, to help tell the story about, uh, you know, XYZ service or, or industry trend. Um, what we find is that the more you can, I mean, you know, the one-on-one style interview is is great. Um, yeah. As long as it's a great conversation and as long as the value is, you know, as long as the listener is being factored into the conversation, yeah. I find yeah, a yeah. lot of the time you know, these one-on-one style interviews happen and it feels like it's really more about the host getting oh, their tell me. conversation in than it is about yeah. the listener on the other end. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So what we find is that the more kind of, uh, 
what we would call texture you can layer into an episode maybe different sounds or some you know some sound effects or 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 if we're having a conversation about uh you know xyz trend send somebody on the street with their iphone and interview a few people on the street and ask them questions about that trend and then insert that into the conversation or you know let's not just talk about the amazing new tesla factory that's just being built let's actually get in the doors and and record some sound and audio and 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 of people in within the factory to layer in because what we find is that the more kind of texture we can add into an episode the longer the engagement rate of that episode sure um you know the consumption rate is you know in in our opinion more important than the size of the audience because it's 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 one thing to have a big audience but if they're not listening then there's really no point so we inject these sort of um pieces of texture into an episode to actually refresh the brain throughout the episode so as you're listening the brain has a tendency to focus on you know something else you might be driving you might be at the you know on the treadmill at the gym you know if you kind of mix things up a little bit the brain keeps itself attached to the episode and yeah. we see uh we, we we see the data constantly uh yeah. if it's just a straightforward interview versus something a little bit more nuanced and textured yeah do you think there's something subconscious going on there that that we, we kind of like know that somebody spent a little bit more time they spent a bit of care and effort over this <laughs> they've, they've done something so it, yeah, it seems more valuable respect for the listener right yeah yeah absolutely it's no different than uh than you know than an author who's gone to the trouble of of writing beautiful you know you know beautiful narrative or a you know movie director factoring in you know certain sort of uh cinematic elements to an episode you know audio is the same way there is that sort of uh uh care and attention that goes into the listening experience for sure yeah you mentioned a panel show and interviews and and that style of a podcast would you go to the extent of kind of like hiring a professional host to look after that yeah, so I would say ninety percent of our our hosts for our shows are are professionals. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, our com- you know, the organizations that that come to us will ask for the host to be somebody internal, um, at, you know, within yeah. their company, and we try to talk them out of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's not wrong, but it's it's generally going to be troublesome for a couple reasons. Sure. One is that they're naturally just going to start talking about the brand as much as yeah. possible, which you want to try to avoid as much as possible. Um, the other reason is that they they're likely going to do that off the side of their desk, and the production yeah. process can get you know intense at times, and so it's difficult to get their not only their time but also their attention in, you know in a you know in the production process, and so what we'll look for is is a professional host uh, because you're essentially renting them out and you have yeah. you know their their schedule and time according to the the production schedule and you have less sort of uh finagling of of their of their availability but also they're trained hosts so they they come from you know either an entertainment background or a journalism background they understand the nuances of what it takes to to have a a great conversation and and pull out you know the the meat of the of the conversation um and and also they they're trained to keep the listener in mind constantly because that's what a good host is is that they're they're channeling the voice of the of of the audience yeah and keeping it flowing i suppose as well at, at Absolutely. The end of, yeah yeah so it doesn't get bored um dude, i always think of business to business podcasts but as as kind of being a, a little bit like the old school bbc 
where the, the BBC's mission in the UK was information, education and entertainment. And it was those three. Would you agree that the kind of like a good business podcast has a little bit of all of that? For sure. Mm. But also that's, a, you know, that's, I think, a great recipe for, for a good podcast experience most of the time depends on the topic but i think that's you know that that recipe overlaid in 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 b2b makes a ton of sense uh that that's that's generally the recipe that we apply to to our shows do you think podcasts can work better than other types of content i'm thinking youtube videos with an eight second like viewing time or something and you (laughs) you you know and you jump to the cat video really quickly Uh, do you think audio is better i we do you know the, just just the portability of it alone is yeah. is is light years beyond video uh, and we hear that from a lot of our clients who have you know busy executives who want to experience the, the you know the, the the content while driving into work or on the treadmill i mean you yeah. can watch a youtube video on the treadmill but yeah. i don't know about you but i get yeah. nauseous when I Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah um and you know you can't you can't necessarily watch a youtube video while you're walking your dog or or, or doing yeah. the dishes uh, so there's the portability side of it, um, but also there's the um, intimacy of it. I mean, you know, you and I are talking to each other right now in headphones, and yeah. it's like you're whispering into my ear. And, yeah. and so if we can do the same thing from a podcast perspective, that's a great connection that that, that brand has with, you know, with that audience. And so we we get a lot of really great feedback um, and and also the it might appear to be a very difficult production process to, to you know, to the layman out, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy, but it isn't as difficult as, as shooting a ton of video. Sure. Um, you know, audio is generally fairly uh, straightforward to, to record and edit. Um, we're not having to worry about lighting and proper, you know, proper location and availability of that location. And we're not having to worry about the editing process if we made a mistake and having to go back and recreating that scene and that scenario. It's, uh, it, it's able to be sort of molded and worked with from an editing perspective. Uh, we can edit out all sorts of, you know, little ums and ahs and also yeah. inject bits and pieces that we perhaps forgot or want to update or refresh so there's also just that aspect of it as well yeah and i suppose it's it brings in like audio design as well where you you, you're actually almost creating a little i don't know a little radio play in a way aren't you absolutely i mean there's some incredibly talented people in this industry that are doing some amazing things with uh with audio and uh you're right it is like little it's like the it's like the the orson wells sort of war of the worlds in, in, in a refresh format and yeah. delivering just a ton of sort of niche-based uh, value. Yeah, and we can all do it, can't we? And that's I, I think that's one great thing about this is that we could all do it, even if you need a sound effect of a closing door. You know, go and get an old knob of a door <laughs> and a piece of wood and then yeah. just slap them together. And, and you like they used to do years ago, like in the 50s and that. The when Foley, they did, Foley artists, Yeah, sure. the, the guy walking through the, you know, stamping on the gravel in the studio. <laughs> Or hitting a hitting a watermelon with a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah except so we're not doing we're not doing a lot of hitting watermelons uh, for for B two B podcasts. Well, no, no, hope, hopefully, hopefully not, hopefully not. No, um, yeah. this is fascinating. And thanks ever so much for your time, Roger. I really appreciate. It. And where can we find you? Where is um, Jar Audio? 
yeah, check out jaraudio.com. It's J-A-R audio.com. Uh, we've got a fantastic blog that's just chock full of information about the podcast industry, specifically geared towards you know companies, brands, organizations that are interested in the podcast space. Uh, plus also check us out on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Thanks ever so much for your time, Roger. Really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thanks again to Roger for his time. Don't forget to check all the links in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed the episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Uh, Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.